This episode is sponsored by Destinations with Character. Have you ever pulled your hair out trying to decide if staying near the monorail at Disney World really matters? Or if your family needs to spend extra on a room with a balcony on a cruise? Does researching travel feel like a full-time job? The busy day-to-day life that makes a vacation attractive is often the very obstacle to planning the perfect trip. Well, what if you could have your next vacation planned for free? Well, that is exactly the deal offered by Destinations with Character travel agent Marianne Walsh. Marianne's established relationships with travel brands enables her to do all the work while you and your family reap the benefits at no additional cost to you. She's a graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, as well as various other cruise and destination-specific training programs. Marianne is also a mom of two young kids, so she has extensive experience planning family-friendly vacations. You can find Marianne on Facebook and Instagram. She's at Destinations by Marianne, and email her at destinationsbymarianne at gmail.com. Thanks so much for supporting the brands that support our show. And now, on to the show. listening to the girl next door podcast i'm kelsey and i'm erica we're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh we're inviting you to come on in have a drink and stay a while hey friend hey friend today we're talking about siblings the sibling relationships we grew up with what our relationships with siblings are like as adults and how we're each raising siblings I feel like the old saying, you can pick your nose and you can pick (laughs) your friends, but you can't pick your family is so applicable here because siblings have the potential to be your best friend and your biggest annoyance, (laughs) sometimes all in the same day. Yes. (laughs) Um, So let's start with our own sibling relationships. Um, You have several siblings. So tell me about the siblings you have, what your relationships with them was like growing up and what it's like today. Okay. So I'm the oldest of four and it goes girl, boy, girl, boy. Um, so Ben is two years younger than me and he lives in Nashville area with his wife, Jess, and my three nieces, Emma, Nora, and Adele. And Kelly is six years younger than me. So after Ben, um, and she still lives in our hometown, Racine, Wisconsin with her husband, Chris, and two more nieces, Mm -hmm. Anna E and I day. And then David is the baby of the family and he is seven years younger than me. He lives in Nashville as well with his wife, Emily, who has been a part of the family since she, they were like in junior high. Oh, so she's kind of like kind of the, an adopted sister. Yeah, the fifth full on sibling, yeah. I feel like sometimes. Um, I was definitely the boss. I definitely <laughs> was the oldest child in many ways. I was running the ship in my own head, at least. Right. Um, and I would say we were all pretty close growing up. The nice part about growing up with that many is there's always somebody to play with when somebody else gets sick of you yeah. or somebody to boss around. Um, I was kind of mean at time, like times, like just typical big sister stuff, like taking advantage of the fact that I was uh-huh. bigger and smarter and, yeah. you know, whatever. So it's kind of a mean kid. Um, <laughs> but I would say we, we grew up pretty close. We're now very close. Uh, I definitely don't see them as often as I would like just living in different parts of the country, but, yeah. um, we're all close, but it's definitely different with each of them mm-hmm. too. And it's kind of interesting as you grow up, mm-hmm. um, Nobody makes me laugh harder than my siblings. Like if the four of us get together, it's out of control and so annoying to everybody else, I'm sure. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, But there really is just this certain sense of humor and history and like you cannot replicate that in other relationships. So I will say though too, like I definitely talk to my sister the most probably and really relate to her on, you know, the mom level and like they're younger. My brother and sister that have kids are younger than me, but they became parents first. Mm -hmm. So It's kind of interesting because I like look up to them in that way, you know, Um, and I talk to her almost weekly 
And then both of my brothers, I'll go longer without talking or catching up. But then when we do, we talk for like two hours, mm. you know, or mm. something like that. So, and we see each other. It just kind of depends on where everybody else is at when we go back home or mm -hmm. whatever. But at least once a year, I mm -hmm. would like that to be more often for sure. But yeah, yeah, that's okay. where we're at now. Okay. So I have one sister. She's three years younger than me, Elizabeth. Um, so we're not super far apart in age, but I would say we're pretty different personality wise. Mm -hmm. Like I love to plan. She's spontaneous. I love to follow rules. Yeah. She's a rebel, yeah. you know? So it's kind of, it's like really funny like that, how we're so different in those ways. But then we definitely have like shared sense of humor in many aspects. Mm -hmm. And like you, like you were talking about your siblings, there's just super dumb stuff yeah. that we can laugh about that, yeah. that no one else can make you laugh in that way. And like you said, that shared history, like you just have some inside jokes, but then things just build upon that. Mm -hmm. And there's just those little like you things. You couldn't even explain it. Exactly. Half of it to other exactly. People. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I really, really love that. Um, something that I feel like is different about myself and Elizabeth that I really love and respect about her is I think she she just knows kind of what she's like and mm -hmm. what she likes and doesn't and she doesn't apologize for mm -hmm. being the way she is and mm -hmm. I feel like I could learn a lot like from her in that way yeah mm -hmm. and I, I I really um appreciate that so growing up I don't remember like fighting a lot. We definitely played together, but I feel like kind of by the time I was in like late elementary school, we were different enough personality wise and then just enough age wise that I feel mm -hmm. like we kind of were just into our own things, Yeah, you know? And did you say how far apart you are again? Three years. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we've definitely become a lot closer as adults and it's mm -hmm. just a relationship that I really treasure. And I think, like I was saying, how we have many aspects of our personality that can be really different. We both value family so much. Mm -hmm. And she especially, I just feel like is so loyal and committed to our family and so sentimental about our mm. family. Like she'll send me little video clips that she's watching of our like home movies Cute. and stuff like that. Like Aww. I feel like she's almost like the, the keeper yeah. of like the family memories, yeah, you know, cool. thing like thing like that. Um, so anyway, yes, we've gotten a lot closer as adults and I just really love that. Um, uh, neither of us love talking on the phone, so mm -hmm. we're awesome at texting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then of course, always enjoy spending time, uh, when we're together, which I usually get to Austin at least a couple of times a year. Mm -hmm. And uh, my parents recently bought a second home out here. So I'm hoping that maybe she'll get to yeah. come with them yeah. even a little bit more and we'll get to be together a little bit more, um, in person. Um, one thing that's funny about us is I think we have a shared, um, hate of being the center of attention. Oh, okay. And so it'll always be like, as our birthdays get near, we will like share texts, like work is trying to throw me a birthday lunch. Like, how do I get out of this? <laughs> like, I just feel like there's certain things that, that we do share that we can relate so much on. And it's just like someone that you can complain to in that way that you mm -hmm. probably wouldn't it, anyone totally. else because you won't get that judgment totally. or you know they're exactly alike um like with you in that mm -hmm. way so I really I really love that um and the other really cool thing that I am so excited about is Elizabeth is about to become a mom yes. she's about to have a baby boy probably by the time this episode comes yeah. out yeah she will have had her baby and I am just so excited to watch her become a mom and 
it's been very cool for me as an older sister, as she's asked me advice or Mm -hmm. just kind of, you Mm -hmm. know, just like being that guiding older sister. I've been enjoying having that role in my life. Yeah. Very cool. Um, How did your parents influence your relationships with your siblings growing up and do they still influence them today? Do you think? That's such an interesting question because I think a ton about that now as a parent, like how do I foster this relationship? But it happens. I don't think of my parents that much in our sibling relationship. Like it does kind of happen on its Uh own by living together every Uh single day. Uh Um, I mean, we were definitely expected to be nice to each other, you know, and include each other, but they also gave us space to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Like I just remember hours upon hours of like Mm -hmm. free play and there was definitely fighting in there. There was definitely smashing all on top of David as being the youngest and like layering our beanbag chairs. So there's four beanbag chairs oh and four of us on top of him. How is that even structurally possible? Or like, how is he still breathing? Yes. I don't know. Oh but like we did that for like hours. <laughs> they didn't say anything about it. Um, I do remember them getting um, emotional about like how special our connection was. Like Aww. if we were fighting or something, yeah. I remember, I think neither one of their sibling relationships were exactly what they wanted. And gotcha. so they were always like, they didn't, they didn't overstep, but they were just very, um, intentional about telling us how special that was mm. and that how we needed to like, you know, treat each other well and yeah. guarding our family time as an immediate family mm-hmm. to like foster those relationships. Mm-hmm. They did a good job of. And I think that that did make us close. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember getting a little resentful being the oldest with like different expectations on Mm. different younger siblings, like dating and especially like teenage years, like stuff they got to do that I never got to do, Uh but that's kind of how it goes. Right. Um, I think it is funny now because my mom or dad will tell me something that like one of my siblings is doing and I'm like, yeah, I know. I talked to that. Like, <laughs> it's almost like they don't know because we're not all under the same right. roof anymore that we still have pretty close relationships. Yeah. And, yeah. Or like, yeah, I just saw the same post on Facebook. Right. It's just, but they have this kind of need to like keep yeah. us all connected. Aww, so that's kind of cute. But yeah. yeah, it's, I think that they did a good job of just a good balance of prioritizing our mm-hmm. sibling relationships, but letting us figure it out. Yeah. Okay. So. I love that. So I also think our parents did, yeah, a, a, a really good job. Um, they're, they were and are very loving and encouraging as parents. And like I mentioned, Elizabeth and I have really different interests and like different achievements and like just kind of the way life has taken us. But I love that they never compared us to each other. Yeah. And I, I never remember feeling a sense of jealousy about Elizabeth, except I will say maybe her hair. I feel like she got the better hair. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because I feel like she'll say the same thing about uh-huh. me. <laughs> uh-huh. Grass is always greener. I, I know. Right? I feel like that's kind of a fun thing about, about a sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I think very similar to what you said, just like needing to be kind to each other and respectful. Um, but yeah, it, I almost wonder if you can have, not that our parents weren't influential, but maybe almost more recognizing where parents could have a negative influence yeah. on you. Yeah. In that more way. about like the, if, if you were really compared a lot yeah. or whatever, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like there was real favoritism, mm-hmm. but so anyway, yeah, but I, I definitely think our parents did a, did a good job raising us to be good siblings and good sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about the siblings we're raising and their relationships. So you're raising two sisters who are really close in age and who also have biological siblings mm-hmm. who don't live with you. I'm raising two brothers close in age who will soon also have a baby sister. So tell me about the challenges and sweet parts of raising siblings that you've experienced so far. 
Okay, so obviously this was really important to us. We intentionally decided to adopt a sibling mm-hmm. set um, and then took on that added challenge of keeping them close with other biological mm-hmm. siblings that were adopted into other families. And so that is um, that is challenging. It's special. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's also challenging. It's hard to be raising siblings in different households yeah. and, and still maintain that sibling connection. We get them together probably quarterly ish mm-hmm. um and you know stay in contact with their families i would say they're probably being raised more like cousins maybe mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. at this point but th- as long as we our goal is always like we don't all have to be like one big happy family mm-hmm. all the time because everyone's different and mm-hmm. it's sometimes hard because it's mm-hmm. um they see there's pain in that for them yeah. sometimes and not even as much ours i think as as some of the older kids mm-hmm. um and so it, it's like a delicate balance mm-hmm. of keeping them in touch, but not feeling like torn between two families yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. That's my perspe- perspective on it at least. Um, but they, I will also say too, like our girls coming to us in pairs and there's all kinds of research that, you know, suggests this, mm-hmm. but they have just a really cool connection mm-hmm. that was reinforced. I feel mm-hmm. like through going through that hard transition mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. um, there's just a tenderness and a protectiveness mm-hmm. there and a loyalty that was mm-hmm. be, that's just always been like beyond their years in so yeah. many ways. Um, we in fact had to just work really hard with them at like letting the parents be the parents mm-hmm. and not being so worried about what each other were doing yeah. all the time. And yeah. especially Vanessa being older, like just being super mm-hmm. concerned about Julia all mm-hmm. the time and just like asking her like, who's the mommy? It's okay. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, so but it's been really sweet, really, yeah. because they have this just like innate, I don't know, um, concern for each other yeah. that's really sweet to watch. Um, I do think the challenges of them being the same gender and so close in age mm-hmm. is that they're, everything is potential for competition. Yeah. I mean, they're interested in the same things for the most part. Yeah. They're constantly worried about what the other one is doing. Uh-huh. Um, even, and the other challenge is just, especially having received them as a unit, right. we never had one at a time. And so we, we have to be really conscious of not treating them as a unit. Mm-hmm. They are so similar in so many ways. Um, especially in terms of what they like to do and whatever that yeah. we're just like, okay, we're just, you know, right. The girls, the mm-hmm. girls, the yeah, girls, yeah, yeah. instead of like Vanessa and Julia. Right. So we've been trying to be intentional about spending some more one-on-one time with them. Cause personality wise, they're very different, yeah. but they, you know, especially if they see their sibling doing something, then they want to do it. Right. Uh, whether they really care about it or <laughs> right. not, right. because that's just the nature of yeah. it. So I do also think it's interesting because Jeremiah has three siblings in his family and I have four uh-huh. and I feel like we, we don't know what it's like to grow up with only one yeah. where like they are your main friend right. Right. Competitor, enemy, right. everything like that was at least spread out between mm-hmm. a couple more siblings in our family. Yeah. So some of the things I feel like maybe weren't like some of the rivalry we didn't experience as intensely as they do. Gotcha. It's just those two. Right. Right. And even the comparisons like they're not, you know, my me and my sister were six years apart. Right. So like by the time it just wasn't this like direct comparison right. all the time. Right. So mm-hmm. it's hard not to do that sometimes mm-hmm. with them. But mm-hmm. yeah. So those are some of the challenges. Yeah. Starting with challenges, I do think being so close in age and like you said, the same gender um, kind of 
puts them on the same plane in a lot of ways, like mm-hmm. especially now that they're more equal in terms of like strength and size yeah, and like development. Things. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But Dash is older, so he'll get to do things a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. And I can see Cedric feeling left out mm-hmm. where it's just like, well, they just like, that's for kindergartners and up yeah. and you're not in kindergarten yeah. yet. So that's been a little tough. I am excited for next year. I feel like more of that will go away yes. just as he's in like full-time school mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, they are really similar in interest, like you were mentioning mm-hmm. about your girl. So yeah, just so much potential for fighting yes. over toys yes. and just all of that. Right. <laughs> um, also they just have so much energy. Mm-hmm. They can rile each other up and just be out mm-hmm. of control. Um, but it's hard. And Chris and I have to remind each other. I mean, they will just be loud and shrieking but they're having the best time it sounds like an emergency all the time yes yeah and so it's kind of finding that balance between like like this is them like this is how they're having an awesome time with their brother and I want them like I could see them having memories of Mm -hmm. like do you remember how we just used to run around the house yelling Mm -hmm. and getting on the bed and hitting each other with pillows Mm -hmm. and like that that was awesome I don't want them to have memories of us just constantly like yeah get off the bed and put down the pillows Mm -hmm. you know um so anyway I I find that difficult at times but Mm -hmm. for the most part we try to appreciate it and like remember like they're having an amazing time together you know they're laughing (laughs) they're not like shouting and writing so I mentioned there was kind of like a strength difference between them for a while where they were like you know wrestling or it's easier for Dash to like hurt Mm -hmm. Cedric and stuff Mm -hmm. like that that's pretty much evened out but I do still like we feel like we still have to be careful that they're not being too aggressive with the other one yeah like downright abusing somebody (laughs) um and one thing that is kind of frustrating right now is like Dash will love to scare Cedric by Uh like jumping out at him or just like using this like just super scary loud voice yeah and it's one of those frustrating things where you know it kind of goes from crying to laughing all in like three seconds and so you're like do I jump in or just let you figure out like if you don't like it just walk away right (laughs) but that's even that like other sibling thing don't you think it's like they just like they don't even think to themselves, oh, right. I could just go in my room by myself. Right. I it's mean, like they, they want to be together. Exactly. They're you know, just like primary. magnets yeah. together. Yeah. So um, I will say the the sweet parts, though, I mean, they just they really are best friends. I am so hopeful that, you know, they might not always be best friends, but I just hope they'll always feel mm-hmm. that closeness. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're doing a good job, like laying that foundation and fostering it. Um, I definitely see it um, being so close in age, like with those similar interests, they can just transform transport themselves into imaginative play together. Mm -hmm. Those are the magical days where Mm -hmm. they can be playing in in the playroom or in the backyard doing who knows what for just an hour, like hours. And that is amazing. Um, So they share a room and part of that is intentional to Mm -hmm. give them like just that kind of built in Mm -hmm. companionship, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and on the, like on the, on the playroom door, they put up a sign that says brother room. It's just That's like so, so cute. cute. Like, I love that they, I hope are, you know, recognizing their brother relationship. Yeah. They um, have their little identity. Yeah. That's cute. And they're just so used to the other one being there. Like, I just kind mm-hmm. of think about that. Um, and I hope that, you know, goes into just always feeling like they can, rely on each other Mm -hmm. or always be there from for each other even if they're not you know living even in the same place Um, one thing that was so sweet was that um, 
they, they, I mean, they go to bed every night together, but one night Dash was invited to go out with a friend. So Chris took him out. And so I was putting Cedric to bed by himself and he kept, you know, just asking like when they would be home and mm-hmm. all this stuff, like really trying to understand. And he said, so I'm going to sleep with no brother. Oh, and it was so sad. Oh, that's the cutest. <laughs> and I just had to be like, no, Dash is going to be here just a little yeah. bit after you go to bed. <laughs> I just thought that was so sweet. Yeah. So anyway, and I, I do think just because they do seem to be fairly similar personality wise, just growing up with someone similar to yeah. you, you know, yeah, just that having, connection. yeah. And having that similar just experience mm-hmm. and family experience. So I, I love that they're mm-hmm. having that, um, on adding a little sister, which they will be getting this spring. <laughs> we are thinking about In that. Yes. So I will say I, I'm kind of excited one aspect of having a girl in that I I think that if we we're having a boy I might kind of worry that like a third brother might kind of feel left out right. of their close relationship right. because this one will be um, seven years younger and five years younger yeah. than the two of them mm-hmm. so that could be kind of a big age gap especially if there was like a lot of personality difference right. so I'm kind of just hoping having the gender difference that that will kind of help yeah. just with that yeah. whole dynamic and it won't be like a third sibling that's feeling left out right. of the two of right. them maybe in the same way they're going to have a different brother sister dynamic yeah. anyways yeah, yeah exactly um so we're definitely talking a lot about babies and what babies do and you know ways that they could help but i am definitely we're very conscious about not impressing any sort of responsibility mm-hmm. on them mm-hmm. you know like it's a baby and we'll all, you know, it'll yeah. be part of our family, but it's mama and daddy's job to right. take care of right. it. You know, I don't want them to feel like they have to be parenting this baby. I still want them to, you know, be kids and yeah. everything. Um, but I am hoping that, that since they're a little bit older, it'll be easier for them to understand when we do need to like feed the baby, right. put the baby down for a nap. Whereas, I mean, I remember I had to have you come over and yeah. like sit with Dash yeah. one time I so remember, I could yeah. put Cedric to sleep. Yeah. Cause you he know? doesn't get that at two exactly. years old. Right? He would just wander in mm-hmm. and make a ruckus or mm-hmm. choose that time to have a meltdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that that will kind of help just ease how my attention is going to need to be yeah. different. They'll need for you a while. in very different ways now, exactly. which is nice. Exactly. And then, it's very similar ways. Exactly. When it was Cedric. And then I think it will be uh, easier in ways to get that quality time with yeah. them when I have the time. Yeah. Um, because they can kind of recognize the quality time yeah. too. So I am excited about that. That's cool. Um, so what are the guiding principles or wisdom that you've learned along the way that's helping you parent siblings? Hmm. Um, So I think just letting them figure it out. This is Mm -hmm. way easier said than done for Mm -hmm. me because I'm just like a preventative kind of a parent. Like I just want to, even the fun stuff, it's like, I can see this going south. Like real quick, you're jumping off the couch. Yes. But really thinking about all the times, like I said, smothering my youngest brother, like (laughs) nobody died. Like everybody was fine. Right. You know, unless someone is truly being abused or taken advantage of, uh, to just not step in and really that it's to remember that that sibling relationship is a really good practice for Mm -hmm. the rest of the world. Yeah. It's a real low stakes way to be like, I don't like it when you do that. And, you know, just trying to model that for Mm -hmm. them, like just tell her, right. That's not fun when you do that. Or, you know, I don't like that and go walk away. Mm -hmm. Um, something, some kind of phrases we teach them or ways that I keep myself out of it Mm -hmm. by still kind of like teaching them Mm -hmm. is I'll say, like when I hear the fighting or hear like the 
it really not even that it's the pre-fighting yeah where you're like this is gonna go south i'll just say something like or if one comes to complain about the other i'll say do you think you're being very much fun to play with Mm -hmm. right now and i think sarah powers mentioned this before and talking about raising siblings Uh like helping them recognize like no you're being kind of a jerk it goes two ways yeah and they're not actually having fun right with you and so that's why they're getting frustrated yeah. or you're intentionally like manipulating the situation. Mm-hmm. And so helping them just take ownership of that themselves. Right. And so then it's nice because it, I've heard them say to each other, oh. you're not being very much fun to play with right <laughs> nice. now when you yeah. cheat like that or, <laughs> right, you know, right. so, um, I think another big thing that I've always been really mindful of is when having them apologize, we talk about the problem and then I will say to them, is there something you think you might need to say to her? Mm not Mm -hmm. forcing an apology ever it almost always is like i need to tell her sorry right um and then emphasizing with the other one to say i forgive you Mm -hmm. instead of it's okay Mm -hmm. because i even when they say okay i will sometimes correct them and say well that wasn't okay right but if you are choosing to forgive them and move on you can say i forgive you right and so then they're i mean even when they were little with their tiny little voice voices (laughs) i give you like so so cute yeah um and then to talk to the person, the offender to say that they need to ask, like, how can I make it right? Because mm-hmm. being sorry is not just a bandaid that we put yeah. on something. Right. Um, and they'll even come up with ways now on their own without asking the person, like, I'm going to go make your bed or I'm going to. Oh, wow. Like, they really will oh come gosh. up with it on their own now, which is super impressive to me. Like, yeah, just they're really getting this idea of like, you actually have to like change your behavior. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to like make somebody feel better about right. the situation. Really so show I, it. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's working. Yeah. That's impressive. Um, I think another thing to keep in mind with siblings, especially so close in age. And like we said, same gender, same, mm-hmm. a lot of interests. Comparison is so easy and really frankly interesting to do. Yeah. Especially with us because we don't have a biological connection yeah. with them, but they have it with each other. Right. So it's really just interesting yeah. to us to point out those things yeah. that they may biologically have in common. Yeah. But, also rarely helpful Mm. unless it's like remembering a similar phase that the other one Mm. went through and like, Oh, I remember at six, she was doing this and it, you know, if it passed quickly, we'll get over this with Julia too. Like that kind of thing can be helpful, but otherwise it just, it doesn't Mm. actually usually help. Yeah. It it ends up being like you're frustrated with one and Uh I don't know. And they're going to feel that and sense that eventually. Yeah. And then the whole getting alone time with them. Yeah. Really so important to like spend individual time with them because their personalities are really different Mm -hmm. without that filter of their sibling often totally totally um so i think just in a in a basic way just teaching them to be kind people which Mm -hmm. you definitely touched on and as i was thinking i mean it's the same way that we would be raising an only child right but then you do just have this extra dynamic yeah they (laughs) get more practice with the siblings they certainly do they certainly do so yeah just the kindness and the respect um we definitely have conversations that you always stick up for your brother you Mm -hmm. know like out out in the world you guys are a team like Mm -hmm. our family always um helps each other, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, I think just referring to them as brothers or just being like, what's your brother doing? Yeah. Make sure you always say, um, make sure you tell your brother goodbye. Just little things like Mm -hmm. that. They have the sweetest goodbyes at the bike rack because Dash goes into the playground and then Cedric comes with me Mm -hmm. where I'll drop him off at preschool. I mean, 
full on hugs. So cute. There's kissing. It oh, is just so, cute. so freaking adorable. Aww. It is so cute. Like it's as if Dash is going away for a week yeah. vacation. Aww. It's very adorable. That's so sweet. I just love that they still are totally fine showing affection yeah. for each other yeah. in those ways and, and just making sure that it's like, yeah, you know, this is what we do and say mm-hmm. goodbye to each other mm-hmm. and, and just those, those that little family connection. Yeah. That little sweetness. Um, I, I know I've mentioned this book before and I need to reread it, especially <laughs> since we'll be adding another sibling, um, but siblings without rivalry. Mm-hmm. And there are just a few things that I always remember, um, from that book kind of that I'm getting more chances to practice now, I guess, but kind of like you talked about letting them work things out for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I really like the phrasing that they give, like if they're fighting over something or whatever, like I see there are two boys here, but there's only one toy car. I know that you can figure it out. Um, just kind of, uh, narrating the situation, but not, but giving them an opportunity to try to, yeah, mm-hmm. to come up with a solution. Um, definitely not comparing in terms of why can't you do things like mm-hmm. your brother, which I don't think that probably, I don't know. Yeah. I think we all like learned that, that we shouldn't do that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, and another thing from the siblings without rivalry was about labeling them in terms mm-hmm. of like, He's the one who plays soccer yes. and he's the one who plays piano. Um, and I feel like this can be hard because they do have interests and you want to celebrate that and right. recognize it. Right. You just don't want it to get to a point where the other sibling feels limited by what their sibling yes. does. You know, like yes. something could come really easy to one and it's fine if it doesn't mm-hmm. come easy to you, you can still do it, mm-hmm. you know? And so I, that I is, do. That's the comparison that I have a harder time with. Yeah. Like, oh, you're the book's. Right. You know, you're the book smart one, you're the street smart one, or you're the, like, I don't say it to them, but like in talking to Jeremiah about it or thinking about it. No, totally. And it's like, they do have just like different personalities. Like Mm -hmm. in our family, Cedric is goofier and he's just funny, Yeah, you know, but you don't want to be like, well, he's the funny one. Right. Because then Dash is like, well, I'm not funny. Right. Or what if he wants to be the intellectual one Mm -hmm. and then he feels like, well, I got to be the funny one in the family. Exactly. So I do feel like it's, it is hard. Like, Mm -hmm. like you're saying, they do have these interests and talents and strengths. And how do we celebrate Mm -hmm. that without limiting the other one or, or limiting them? Um, definitely making time for them as individuals, like you talked about, and we're definitely able to do this more as they get older. And I think we're just being like really aware Mm -hmm. of that. And I definitely want to do that more and have the structure for that as we add a baby. Um, and then a last thing I heard this on the happier podcast with Gretchen Rubin, which she hosts with her sister, Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. which just, just fun to like hear Mm -hmm. their sister dynamic and stuff. They talked about one way that their parents have supported and encouraged their sibling relationship is once they got to be in college and then weren't living near each mm-hmm. other, their parents were always willing to pay for them to visit each other. Oh, that's sweet. Isn't that so sweet? And like I if just you have the resources to do yes. that. What a sweet way to support that. And that is that. tucked away in my head. Yeah. Like, I just love that or just, just you know, like for your adult children, like, Hey, you haven't had a chance to see your sister in a while. Can I fly you out to see her? Especially once everybody starts having kids and whatever, it can be kind of a, Mm -hmm. I I definitely like financially, it's just limiting Mm -hmm. when you live all all across the country. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I I love that idea. If we have the means to Mm -hmm. do that, I would love to be able to do that for, for our, for our siblings Mm -hmm. one day. 
Okay, so before we move on to obsessions, we just wanted to say hi and send some love to all of our siblings out there. We feel so lucky to have you. Um, So I'm going to say hi to my sister, Elizabeth. I am so excited for you to become a mom. And I have this joke for you. (laughs) Once there was a man who hated to cook and yet he never went hungry. How is this possible? He just (laughs) cooked anyway. (laughs) And that's for you. That's for you. I just have a little shout out to all of my brothers and sister and just have a little question that's just for you. A little <laughs> question for each of you. Hi, Ben. Hey, Duda. V. Gates. <laughs> Kelly. where they do that at? <laughs> David. Do you feel blame? <laughs> I love See? It. Not funny to anybody I else. Love it. Everyone's like, what are you even talking about? I love <laughs> it. That's the beauty of siblings. Uh, okay, let's move on to obsessions. What are you obsessed with? Okay, I shared a little bit about this in our um, Instagram stories, but I am obsessed with BFF Print Shop Ooh, yes. and their prints. So I, some of you may remember from the fall extravaganza episode, mm-hmm. I gifted Kelsey for our holiday gift yep. exchange, a print from them. Um, they have some like vintage reproduction mm-hmm. prints. They have their own photographs and stuff too, but... They just released their holiday winter collection and mm. ugh, you guys, it's so good. There's vintage stuff. There's nature inspired, just more like wintery, wintery scenes, scenes than mm. like, you know, necessarily Christmas. I have been going nuts. <laughs> I blew up big vintage reindeer for my kids' rooms oh, and they're hanging over their bed in a poster so frame. Sweet. It's so cute. And it costs like, I had the frames already and then, and you can usually get them like half off at Michael's. And then I think the prints were each 15 bucks and then they were like, seven dollars to print at Walgreens wow. and I have huge Christmas oh art above their beds okay yeah and so explain these because there's some digital print shops now around yes. so explain how this works yeah I guess I wasn't really super familiar with it either but you just go they're all available in digital download and you pay the 15 dollars mm-hmm. or whatever and then you own that print mm-hmm. on your computer yep um, and then you can get it printed at Walgreens Costco wherever printed as many times yes. as you want whatever mm-hmm. size you want mm-hmm. big so yeah little. I'm thinking about like get you know putting in some cute frames for other family members like along with a gift card or whatever i love that idea um yeah they just have some really really cute stuff and they're local here in arizona Mm -hmm. and so we just love like two bffs running running a business (laughs) we love that so just go check them out it's super cute i love that okay so kind of related to the drier cooler weather i am obsessed with my humidifier (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think, have you been obsessed with your humidifier before? No, your space heater. Yeah, yeah. I have. This, this is, is along like, the line. Put it on my tally of like the old lady <laughs> obsessions that I have, but I'm proud of it. Um, so I think just especially during pregnancy, I notice I get like stuffy yeah. and then I get like super like dry and mm-hmm. I'll get bloody noses and all this stuff. So anyway, I actually commandeered this humidifier. It was the, it was the boys humidifier. I will put a link to the specific one in the show notes. Cause I have found that a lot of humidifiers crap out. Like yeah. you need one. So you go grab the one that they have at Walgreens right. and then, you know, six months later, right. it's not working. Um, this is the one that d- does have, I don't use this feature, but I could like project animal scenes on the scene <gasps> if okay. I wanted to, <laughs> if one wanted to, <laughs> like, Chris, would we like the underwater scene or the jungle scene tonight? <laughs> um, so it's like definitely a kids one but it has just worked so well and yeah so I have like my whole little I don't know just when our room is like getting it all ready for 
like bedtime and stuff uh-huh. and it's like just looking all cozy i flip on my humidifier and i'm like yes it's, it's <laughs> essential in arizona it really is i so love it i do need could to you get add the boys essential oils to that too oh, or no what? i bet you could okay. i think there is a spot at the top where maybe you could that a would be lavender, lavender or something that sounds lovely oh i'm gonna do that tonight yeah. thank you a whole experience yes um do you have any neighborhood news to share um i do so we are having a major problem with people <laughs> having massive accidents i mean we live on a busy street so part of it is just we live on a busy street but you coming through our fence <gasps> not oh my gosh. our fence in our front yard but like you've seen it before the, people the divider there's like fence. a yeah we have like a frontage road and then there's like a big white picket fence that goes all the way across yeah. and now the second time <gasps> someone has come flying through mind you like going the opposite way this, so this has happened twice yeah. now you told me about yeah. one this other one was they somebody i think got like t-boned at this intersection Ooh. into it yikes but like man it were you home me... when it happened yeah oh my god i heard all the sirens and you know you know that really unnerving feeling where you hear the sirens coming for a long time and then they just cut off and stop like right in front uh-huh. of your house pretty much yeah that was what it was it was like i feel like they're stopping in our neighborhood Ooh. and i went out there and yeah like sure boned right through the fence oh my god left in an ambulance i mean i just hope everybody's okay but how scary and also like can we just talk about arizona drivers for a minute mm. It's not hard to drive here. Well, it shouldn't be. <laughs> it sure is for some people. I mean, it's Jeremiah gets so mad and I've made fun of him for the longest time because he used to commute down to Chicago in mm. the snow in like 45 minutes. Yeah. And he's like, it's like they're like, it's too straight here. <laughs> the roads are too perpendicular. <laughs> we have no weather. I don't know how to, it's like, there's nothing to really contend with yeah. in terms of road conditions. No, there's not. But yet we find it real difficult. Oh my so gosh. I, I have, I have seen so many accidents lately and I really feel like part of it is probably cell phones. Mm, for sure like what is going on yeah pay attention because anytime there's more congestion it just seems to be an accident like everywhere that i'm going after school or whatever so that's a little scary it is it is (laughs) make sure we're on this sidewalk and not that one but pleasant neighborhood news oh boy all right well um in our neighborhood a little bit yeah, a little bit more um, pleasant is that we have quite the kid gang going. Oh, nice. We now have, we just got some additional new neighbors. It was like four different houses on our street, I feel like have turned over in the past six months. Mm-hmm. And there are now six houses like that I can see from our, including our house and that I can see from my driveway with kids that are all around the kindergarten oh, first man. second grade i'm sad we're not in the gang anymore and they are just they really are a gang they are like going back and forth to everyone's house cute and they're at the age now where i'm kind of i'm okay with my boys playing outside by themselves if they stay right at our driveway yeah you know but then you know they see their friends and stuff so then we're kind of coordinating texting okay, they're going to go down to their yeah. house. You yeah. know? And then it's like, where are they all? Right. But it, it all feels very safe and stuff and just very cool. But sometimes it is hard when it's like, okay, I am ready for you to come in for dinner. Yes. Like just extracting you. Because right. of course, all, all your friends are outside. Is yeah. want to be outside. Oh, but that's cute. That just feels like fun. old school, lovely really neighborhood does. though. Yeah, it's really nice. I like that. It's mostly very nice. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. You know where you can find us. We're on Instagram where we are Hi Girls Next Door. And we have a Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Our website is girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And our email address is highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. 
Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly.